Hi everyone, Jacob Aldridge here for Don't Waste a Good Recession. This is economic update number 15 for Friday the 26th of June 2020, the end of June in Australia, the end of the 2020 financial year. It's going to be a fairly brief update this week, not a lot of new information in terms of anything that's significantly changing the trends that we've been looking at. We start, as always, active coronavirus cases. Last week I said global active cases were up by 10%. That was scary. They actually did it again, up by even more than that in the US, where something like 15 states have now recorded record numbers of new COVID-19 cases just in the last 10 days. Uh, in Australia, look at that 29% increase in active cases in just the last week. This is the first jump in active cases with one fairly flattish week exception. It's the first jump in Australia for two months. It's the beginning of April, uh, which is actually almost three months. It's the first deaths we've had in Australia for about a month. Uh, and this is largely centered in the state of Victoria. For those who know Australian geography, uh, it, it affirms the old saying, you can always tell a Victorian, but you can't tell him much. Uh, I'm thankfully in Queensland where we're down to two active cases. Um, Australia has been held up as one of the examples of a country which has got COVID-19 under control. Uh, New Zealand is in many ways the poster child, a lot of love there for Jacinta Ardern, their Prime Minister who's up for re-election and looks like on the back of the COVID-19 response she's going to romp in a re-election campaign that was expected to be close at the beginning of the year. New Zealand was COVID-19 free. Uh, and last week had nine new cases, all from expatriated uh, citizens and residents coming into the country. Uh, so the New Zealand example, that Australian example, evidence of just how slightly relaxing, slightly loosening regulations can lead to these big jumps. And yet we see in countries around the world where active cases have continued to climb. The US has only had one week of decline in the last three months the lockdowns continue to ease. Uh, I honestly think, and I might do a, a detailed video on this in the future, I think we'll look back on June 2020 as the month that we chose money and economy over health. Not surprising, a lot of us do that as individuals. We choose money over health uh, in all ways of our life. I think as a society, chronic caution fatigue has kicked in. We're easing lockdowns despite not easing the disease. Probably the practical step for you and your small to medium-sized business is to make sure that you do have an active current COVID-19 policy. I'll put a link on the YouTube channel. Uh, it goes back to, in actual fact, the very first of these economic updates that's on my website at jacobaldridge.com. There's a template there that you can use for your COVID-19 workplace policy. That was something we had kind of hoped was a March priority. Here we are in June, we're heading into July. Make sure that you have one and that yours is active. If we look at other numbers for the week, uh, the share markets, the ones that we've been tracking, were all down only slightly. Uh, the UK finally gave us April's unemployment numbers. As we've seen with a lot of the real versus the forecasts, the real numbers were actually lower than forecast than estimated. In actual fact, for the UK, April's unemployment numbers only 3.9%. 
Um, that was flat compared to March. Uh, that's actually just barely above the five-year low. That is still an incredible number, uh, an incredibly small number uh, of people across an economy the size of the UK who are experiencing unemployment at this point in time. So that's fantastic news. Uh, again, it kind of... Um, reflects the success of some of these programs, the furlough program, the employee retainment program that the UK government has put in place for the UK government to fund people to keep their jobs uh, rather than showing up in those unemployment numbers. Um, uh, GDP growth, the US released their final report on uh, the March quarter GDP figures that uh, got worse. So negative GDP growth, it was preliminary set at a negative 4.8%, so a contraction of 4.8%. Uh, final review, that's increased to a contraction of 5%, uh, not a, a huge change in the scheme of things emotionally. Um, again, both of those numbers, UK unemployment, uh, US GDP, some of those stock markets, there's a lot of data point there. I'm going to resist the urge to turn noise into signal. I would encourage you to do the same and to look out next week, first week of July, where we're actually going to have a separate specific video I've done on a whole lot of different economic indicators, which, spoiler alert, will reinforce that these four are the ones that we're continuing to track. See you then.